Welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Gingrich, a busy working mom who spent years searching for the perfect career and balance, only to find it's not about the job and that balance is not even real. I have found myself in love with personal development, which has led me to leaving my full-time job with nothing but a prayer and a ton of faith. Today, I'm bringing you inspiration through my own journey and interviews with amazing people who have followed their dreams and teaching you how to love yourself and become who you are meant to be. It is time to redefine life as a working mom. And I hope that you find the inspiration here to follow your dreams and take your own path through this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I've got another really amazing interview for you today. I got the chance to speak with Melissa Clark. She's the author of the book called The She Shift. And when I found Melissa, I probably, I think I believe I found her when I was doing an internet rabbit hole and found an article that she had written for the website called Women for One. And it was titled Little Girl with a Dream. And I will link it up in the show notes. But I read the article and then I did some digging. I read a little bit more about Melissa. I found her website and I was like, I need to talk about her. She was a little girl literally with a big dream. And when her big dreams didn't go as planned, she kept pushing forward and she kept looking for something different. And what she found is her brand around women in business and women entrepreneurs. So she has come together. She has written this book. She's actually a Reiki practitioner. She self-published her book and she also teaches on what it's like to self-publish a book. So if you've ever thought about publishing a book, reach out to Melissa and she is she can teach you about her journey and teach you how to go about that process. I know after our conversation, I said to her, I said, Melissa, I want to talk offline about what you did about self-publishing your book because I know that's something I want to learn a little bit more about. Not that there's a book coming anytime soon, but I feel like there's a book inside of me. So I was so grateful to Melissa for her time. She is out there inspiring women, inspiring young women, especially, and seeing her vision come to life talking about work-life balances, your self-care practices, how you can make time for you so that you don't become burnt out in your life and your career. So here we go, my interview with Melissa Clark. All right. Hi, Melissa. Thank you so much for being here on the podcast and for joining me. I am so excited for our conversation today. Thank you, Nikki. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, it's going to be so good. It's always funny when you know, you meet someone or you're talking back and forth via email and then you get to see you face to face and have a conversation. So I'm really excited about it. Definitely. So let's get started and just jump in and just tell me a little bit about, tell me, tell us, to the listeners, a little bit about who you are and kind of what you, what you do, what you're doing. Sure. sure. So my name is Melissa Clark and I'm from upstate New York. And I kind of have an interesting background insofar as a career path. Um, I went to school for communications and psychology. And, you know, my career path really took me in different directions over the years. So um, my original thought was that I wanted to move to New York City because uh, I'm, I'm from not too far from there and, you know, work in advertising. And I had all of these thoughts and goals when I was about 18 and then nothing went the way, you know, you plan or I planned it at the time. So, which led me to so many other things in life and very interesting um, paths. And, um, 
I ended up working in politics actually for about eight years and I worked in the nonprofit world. I've done a lot of fundraising uh, work on my own. Um, I did work professionally for a nonprofit. And again, just it's interesting because your path, you never really know where it's going to end up. So um, my background, I always kind of knew I, I did, you know, with the marketing and communications, I always had an interest in that. So, um, you know, I did uh, and I do have experience in marketing professionally as well. And uh, I've always loved to write. So in about 2011 or 12, I would say. Uh, I decided that I wanted to write a children's book and I actually, you know, I, I had all of these thoughts and I'm like, I, I, it took me some time to get everything together with that. And, um, I ended up finding a local illustrator in my, uh, area. And then I had the storyline and the idea and, uh, that came to fruition and I published that in 2015. And then also at that time, um, you know, I, I was actually, I ended up working two jobs and uh, I had a lot going on in my own life. So um, I was looking for something that was uh, some kind of relaxation technique. So um, I ended up finding Reiki, which is a Japanese healing art. And at that time I started receiving sessions and then I decided that I wanted to become certified in that. So I got my certification in 2013 and I started, uh, I started my business at that time as a Reiki practitioner. Um, I continued with my writing in the book and, you know, getting that out there. Um, and yeah, I was kind of working on a lot at that time. And then I was working full time too. So um, I've always worked full time. And then at that time I had my own business as well. So, you know, that was at that time frame um, in about 2014, I started with the Reiki. And then, like I said, I, I published the self-published the book in 2015. And the book, the children's book is called Little Lucky Ladybug. And the, the story of the book is that we're all special in our own way. So I did work with some schools and anti-bullying organizations, um, you know, because I thought that it's, it was very important to get that out there, that message. So um, that was in, as I said, about um, 2015, I had the book come out and kind of fast forwarding a little bit. Um, I, there was a time, you know, going forward, I felt that I always say this, I was being kind of organically pulled into the direction of um, just working with women and women empowerment. And uh, I, you know, being that I, I was writing, um, I was also asked to contribute to um, books. So one of the books I contributed to was a compilation book of life stories. And at, and this was now fast forward to 2016, um, I decided that I wanted to put together a compilation book of businesswomen. So, and I saw something happening around me, which again was like this, this empowerment. I was attending a lot of conferences with women. And um, so I reached out to probably about a hundred women and I ended up with 25 women in the book from all different industries, um, regions and backgrounds and just di diverse and dynamic women who shared their journeys and the great business advice. Um, and that took about a year and a half to put together. Um, in that time, I decided, well, I really had to make a decision because I just had to decide if I wanted to continue doing Reiki and I love the wellness side of things. But um, I had to kind of decide, you know, where I really want my focus to be 
and you know I was working full time too so it was like what am I going to do you know where do I want my attention and my focus to be so I decided that I was going to somewhat leave the Reiki and and that behind um, or put it to the side for at the, you know that time being and I was going to create a whole brand around women-owned businesses and, and uh, women-focused businesses. So I basically um, had the book and, you know, working on that. And then my background's marketing. So I decided that um, I wanted to be a marketing consultant and do PR work for women-owned and women-focused businesses because I knew that that was a strength of mine. So I wanted to help other female entrepreneurs or just women in business. Uh, women-focused businesses. Um, so I incorporated that. I started my my podcast actually started from a local TV show that I, I created in 2016 as well. And that was it called Empowering Entrepreneurs. So basically I interviewed female, uh, you know, women-owned businesses and, and um, women who started organizations that were in my local community. But because I wanted to expand to connect with other women really nationally, internationally, um, I started the podcast and you know, this, this brand, as I call it, the she shift, which is the name of my brand and my company, um, this really flourished. Uh, and I named it that, and it actually originated from the book. The book was called the she shift and I wanted it to be called that because I could see this shift taking place in the world with women, women, empowering other women, women growing their own businesses, starting their own businesses, organizations. Um, so I could see the shift kind of taking place. And that's, you know, again, going back to 2016. So fast forwarding throughout that time, I was working on content. I was um, working on my podcast. I have a line of inspirational apparel, I call it. They're t-shirts and tank tops for women that with empowering sayings. Um, I co-wrote lyrics for a song that stemmed from a poem that I wrote several years ago. And I worked with a company to write, and it's actually a country rock song. It's called Steel Toed Boots. And it's about a woman who gets out of um, a relationship and kind of takes control back of her life. And uh, so I worked with a company on that and I wrote and reviewed three audio guides. Um, this was, you know, in the past year or so. And basically, you know, I, I still love the wellness side of things. So I try to incorporate that and I do presentations and I wrote and recorded my audio guide regarding women, uh, women's wellness and leadership. So basically my brand that I have now is it, it encompasses all different resources and, um, you know, it's really meant to be a platform for women to, um, you know, have access to these resources and connect and um, be inspired by other women. So that's really where that, that came about. And that's my focus at this time. Oh, that's awesome. What a, what a journey. What a, what a journey. I love it from, you know, it's funny. I talked to so many women and you, you just hear this, you know, I had these dreams and when I went into college and this is what I wanted to do. And, mm-hmm. and then that didn't work out. So then I took this path and then this path led to this. And I, I love your your, your history of how you just kind of, let's go to this thing. And then let's do, they do a little bit of politics and nonprofit. And, and I love hearing that. And so what was that, that kind of journey? Because, you know, we like to think we're 18, we go to college, we get a degree, this is what we want to do. And then we do that for the rest of our lives. And then all of a sudden you're like, that's that it shifts, you know, it shifts and it changes. And so what was that like for you when, when those things were shifting and moving and, you know, mm-hmm. 
you're going to write this children's book and then you write it, but you never intend to write this book, the she shift, and then you do write it. So I, I just, I love to kind of hear what that journey was like for you. of just like, let's just kind of keep, like, I almost look like a, you're like a river and you're just like, oh, let's do this. We'll take a pit stop here and do this. And then we're over here and we're going to hop off here for a little bit. So talk to me a little bit about that. Sure. So, you know, again, I think, you know, going back about 20 years, um, Cause I, you know, that's where I am in my life now. And I, 20 years ago, I was 18. So, you know, I think back to, yeah, what it was like at that time when I had my mindset on things I wanted to do and, and, you know, professionally I had good jobs and, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for the experiences and the connections that I've made. Um, but I've always had other passions and, the writing was always a passion. I never knew it was going to flourish into something with wellness or I didn't even know what Reiki was about, you know, six years ago or so. Um, so I never knew until it was a lot of kind of experiencing things in my own life. And then it brought me to this. And then um, I, and I, and I always say this and um, you know, again, I go back and say I was organically pulled to working with women and women, women empowerment. I mean, I never probably thought that it would flourish from the, the book or even a book. I mean, I really, that, that actually wasn't the book I was focused on. I was actually starting to write another book at that time, but I decided that I wanted to put that one aside because I had this, you know, this idea for the she shift. And I said, this one is the one I need to work on now. So um, I just think it's like, it was a lot of, for me, uh, internal feelings and life experiences and, you know, those things that brought me to where I am today. I mean, if you said, when you, you know, if you could talk to my 18 year old self and say, you know, where would you be when you're almost 38 as opposed to 18, you know, where would you think you would be? And, um, you know, I always knew I've had passions or known I've had passions, but I don't know that I would say, you know, where I am today is what I would have been doing. And um, I'm thankful that I am doing that um, and everything. I love, you know, the she shift and the idea of it and my mission and working with women. And I still love the wellness side of things. But, you know, people ask me, I've been on other interviews and people are like, what, does, what was that like to know or have to decide what you want to focus on and know that you might have to leave something behind? And I I felt that it was, it actually was an internal feeling that, you know, I had to make that decision because realistically you can't do everything. And I was, you know, it's interesting. And I always tell people this when you're starting a business too, it's important to listen to feedback and, and see how things are going. Because I mean, I think that everything I do is amazing. I love what I'm putting out there, but you have to also listen to what other people are saying. How are they reacting to it? Um, when I had my other business, I was doing Reiki and I was writing and I had the t-shirt line and I had the pot or the, the TV show. So people were like, I know you're doing these things, but I'm not really sure what you're doing. <laughs> so, you know, I think that when I decided to take the she shift and create a brand, um, and, and you know, I did get that feedback from people meaning that, uh, you know, they mentioned to me about like a brand and what is your brand and, and so I figured with the she shift that I could take that and put all of these different pieces and all of these different things. They all have the same mission and message. Um, they're just different formats of things. So it could be a podcast. It could be my blog. It could be the t-shirts. It could be the marketing and PR, um, the song. I have a superhero letter for young girls. Cause I do a lot to work with 
uh, and inspire and empower young girls coming up because I think it's important to instill confidence in the next generation of female leaders, I call them. So, you know, everything I do has the same mission and message. And also it's important that your audience knows what mission and message that you're trying to get out there. So I really worked hard to create that within the she shift because it's something that I really didn't have before when I was, and that was a learning experience. I mean, I can say as an entrepreneur, um, it's been quite the journey and learning. I mean, I could probably just, you know, write a book on all the lessons I've learned because, you know, you're, you're starting out, it's, it's your, you're doing everything, you know, and you're like basically your own cheerleader, but at times you, you know, there's, you're the one kind of with the negative self-talk as well. So I really try to, um, you know, there's, there's just ups and downs of the whole process. And there's a lot that goes into it. And I think when you're really passionate and you really want to see something succeed, I mean, basically everything that I really thought that I would do, I, it has come to fruition, but it's, it has not been easy. It's been a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of resources. Um, and you know, and just when you put your heart into everything that you really want to see it come to fruition. Um, I mean, it's the best feeling. The best feeling for me was seeing my book come to fruition because it, you know, there were a lot of challenges with that as well and going through the whole process. So, you know, I think for other entrepreneurs, it's important to know that um, the entrepreneurial journey is incredible. There are ups and downs, um, but to really, you know, if you have your heart set on something, they really keep going and and it's also important to stop and evaluate everything at some point too, because you're kind of getting, so you kind of get caught up in what you're doing. And, you know, I think it's important to, you know, stop, see where things are, see how they're going. And that's what, you know, you, like I said, I think that's, I think something that um, is important when you're evaluating feedback and, and sometimes you have to change things and sometimes you have to let things go and, you know, and sometimes things don't work and sometimes things work out great. So you have to really be open as an entrepreneur. Um, you know, and again, it's just like, it's a, it's a fantastic journey. And, um, I'm, I'm at the point in my life where I really don't, I mean, I have goals and I, you know, long-term goals, but I also take everything day by day because I think I learned in the past 20 years that things don't necessarily go as you plan. So I'm very open to life's journey and where it takes me. And I'm, you know, I'm very open to, I know change is inevitable. So, you know, things do, things are going to go as, as they're um, in your path. So that's really, you know, with, with the whole journey and talking about that, I'm excited as to where I am today. And it's not really somewhere that I ever imagined. I could have imagined that I'd have this amazing brand and then I get to work and empower women. That's amazing. That's amazing. And I know when I, I laugh when I graduated college or when I went in, I was like, I'm going to be, I also studied communications and went in without really a plan of like, I don't really know what I want to do, but I like to write. So let's just study this and see how it goes. Mm -hmm. And I had this vision for probably about a few years, like, you know, two years maybe of I'm going to be on TV and I'll be a news reporter and I'll do this whole thing. And I did one internship at a TV station. And I'm like, that was the most fun summer I had. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that. But that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's interesting, you know, and that's, I actually did that as well. I did an internship um, because you think you want to do something. And I think it's great. I would recommend, uh, I'm actually, I have a college intern working with me right now for the She Shift and she's a marketing major. And, you know, I really try to do things to, as I said, help the next generation of female leaders and inspire and mentor. So, I mean, to all the women out there too. Um, I think that's so important is to definitely focus on your passions and work towards that, but also make sure you're teaching and inspiring uh, and instilling confidence in the next generation coming because, you know, they're the ones that are going to be um, doing the work, you know, in the, in the future. Um, so, you know, and I always think about like, what legacy do I want to leave? And, and, you know, I think the she shift and, and what I'm doing with women and again, the next generation is so important to me. Um, to leave that legacy of empowerment and inspiration, um, you know, and those types of things. And I think that with the book and the other resources that that will be a, that will be a part of it. So I'm excited about that. Um, but sometimes, right. Sometimes you do things in life that you think you want to do. It's good to experience and, you know, an internship and say, well, that's not, you know, that might not be something that I want to do. So, and, you know, I think sometimes the same thing in business, you know, you try things and sometimes, um, you realize maybe that's not what I want to focus on or, you know, that's not working or whatever the cases or I'm not as passionate about that as I thought I was, you know, things like that too. So I think, um, again, I think it's just important to be open-minded and, um, but really to definitely do what you can to follow your passions, but it is an everyday, um, consistent grind. And I mean, it's worth, it's definitely worth it, but you know, like I said, there you know, you're, you're, you're going through this whole roller coaster ride. Um, it's not always, you know, it's up, it's not always down. Um, but you know, I think that's, that's important an important part of it. And a lot of times people, you see other people and you see their successes, but you don't see the journey. And I always call it the tip of the iceberg because people see the tip of the iceberg but they don't see the rest of the iceberg. They don't see, you know, what's leading up to the tip and what it takes to get there and all the things that people go through. They just see success and success to me. And it's on one of my shirts. I say success is not universal. Success is defined by you because everybody has a different definition of success. And, uh, you know, also there's a lot of people where it takes years and years to get to, uh, that point, it's not an overnight process. I mean, it, it takes years, it takes a lot of, um, just a lot of effort to, uh, and sometimes, you know, sometimes things, again, work out the way you want them to, and sometimes they don't. So, you know, you really just have to be open minded, I think, um, as an entrepreneur overall, and, uh, and, you know, with with what you're doing, and what you're putting your effort into. Yeah. Oh, success is defined by, I love that. That's, that's so good. I needed to hear it. So I'm just like taking it all in. I'm like, oh, this is good. I'm going to keep listening. Great. <laughs> keep giving me advice. It's fine. <laughs> I will. <laughs> so tell me, um, I, I actually found, uh, this is a side note, and then I have another question, but I actually found Reiki um, this past year and I got level one certified. I just love the whole energy within the body. So I think yeah. it's awesome that, you know, <laughs> You were practicing it for so long. I'm still in the, you know, the self-healing process of Reiki, yeah. right? You know, so I think that's awesome. And it's, that's really Thank cool. You. So anyone who hasn't done Reiki, here's your PSA. Um, <laughs> if you feel like you're interested in like, that's interesting. Just go look for somebody and, you know, do your research. But yeah, go try it out. You'll be, 
pretty impressed. I love, I, I not only, you know, did it help me personally, and that's when I was like, I want to help other people with it. Yeah. I mean, it really helped me to become, you know, centered and handle stress differently. Yeah. And right now, I mean, as an entrepreneur and I work full time, I lead a really busy life. So managing and preparing and handling stress to not where you get really overly stressed, you know what I mean? That feeling, um, I think that's where I feel like Reiki has helped me. And I mean, when I was doing it, I also worked with people going through cancer or treatment or um, just different conditions or anxiety or whatever the case was. Um, so I really, I'm a huge, obviously fan of it because um, it's something that helped me. And that's why I was always so passionate and it's still not quite mainstream yet, but it's growing. Um, and also, you know, with mine, I also incorporated some of the essential oils and all of those types of things. And yeah, I mean, I highly recommend people just even just to learn about it. And um, I was fortunate to do uh, a wellness seminar where I talked about it. And what I do now is not only with the She Shift, un like underneath the She Shift brand, I'm trying to also work with, um, you know, I'm not really doing Reiki sessions as much anymore, but I'm trying to work with what wellness and women's leadership. So work-life balance, but also help people in like corporate wellness and work with companies to help their employees um, as a whole, not just the physical wellness part, but, you know, the mental and basically, you know, because it all plays a role in when we're balanced in our own lives, it really does overflow into our work lives and our productivity and which ultimately affects a company and their employees and their bottom line. So that's something that I'm looking into. Uh, one of my goals for this year is to work with more companies to either do consulting with their employees um, and just, you know, seminars and basically help in that end of basically the wellness and, um, and leadership and workplace and, and all of that, that whole culture. So that's where I'm applying it at this point. That's awesome. So Thank tell you. me, now I'm going to leave the conversation. So tell me that work-life balance. And so you're working full-time, you're an entrepreneur, you've got all this stuff going on. What are, what are your practices to help keep yourself grounded and to keep you, you know, aligned? <laughs> well, I think, you know, I think for me, the biggest thing in my life now is um, preparation and that's mental preparation. It's, you know, um, I really each week try to prepare for the week coming. So, uh, you know, whether that be, well, it's, you know, really with, with both jobs and um, my home life. Um, I really, I also take care of myself physically. I work out, I um, take vitamins, I get a lot of sleep. Um, those are things that are so essential for me because if I didn't do those things, then I just would not have the energy to keep going. Um, I mean, it really takes a lot out of you physically and mentally when you're uh, working a lot. And, um, and, you know, and I don't try to, I don't want to like overwork. So I do take some me time. Um, I enjoy just quiet time for myself. And uh, it really, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of like a, a mental break, which could be anything, you know, but something that I really love music or, you know, just things that are mentally relieving for myself. Um, because I'm always on the go. So I think it's really important to determine what works for you and um, really take care of yourself the best you can. I think uh, not letting, again, when you're prepared and you're, you know, you 
have a to-do list and the to-do list, my to-do list could have 20 things on it. But if I say to myself, okay, well, my goal for this week is to get four or five of these things done, you know, those are, then I can, it almost helps me mentally prepare and say, well, now I'm not overwhelmed where I have to get 20 things done. I have five things I, I want to get done. Those are my goals, you know, and uh, I think those are the types of things that are important so that you don't get stressed or overwhelmed because, you know, I think sometimes when we get to that point and almost um, sometimes it wants, you know, we, we want to shut down then because it's, you know, things get so overwhelming. So, you know, I think that's been key for me is to, not only do the preparation each week, um, you know, and just prepare for what my, what does my week look like? So that's mentally and physically preparing, but physically and mentally taking care of myself, taking some, you know, downtime, um, trying not to get stressed over all of the things, you know, I have to do, um, basically making that to-do list and saying, these are the things, setting goals, and it's okay. Like, it's okay if things don't, if everything doesn't get done in that week. You know what I mean? And I think um, as women, we tend to want to do everything, take on everything. Um, I think, I mean, I, I don't have children, but, um, you know, I think when people have children, you know, that's a whole nother balance. And, uh, you know, I've talked to, there's been some things where it's like, if, if you're a mom, you know, delegate things to other people. And, you know, there's, there's just, and you can even do that, you know, in your work life, you don't have to take on everything and be everything all the time. And I think that's something that I realized even as a, an entrepreneur, um, I'm working with other freelancers now. And, uh, you know, I think that I realized that I don't have to take on everything as one person because you just can't possibly do that. And, you know, if you do try to do that, you can get burnt out, um, work with people where, they have the strengths maybe that you don't, you know, and the things in like your business or something like that. Uh, you know, so I think that because in that way, I feel like you'll thrive more than if you try to handle and do everything and burn yourself out and spread yourself too thin. So and I've been down that road. And that's why and how I found Reiki in my life. So, you know, those are I was burnt out and I was um, spreading myself too thin in life. And I learned how to say no to things too. So, you know, that's something that um, it's really, I think, again, a lot of times as women, I think we want to take everything on and we feel guilty, but uh, you just, you know, know that it's okay if you don't and it's okay if you can't and, um, you know, say no, learn how to say no to some things, delegate some things, you know, learn how to balance yourself first because when you're in your best state, I say that all the time, when you're in your best state, you'll be in the best state for your family, your business, your work and everything else in your life. Oh gosh, yes. And you know, it's funny. There's this this common theme of uh, I was, you know, people, women sharing here saying I was burnt out. So then I found something, and then I had to heal myself, and now I've, I've kind of like made this transition into this lifestyle, and so yeah. just kind of continuing on with that. But um, I agree that the preparation. I actually was feeling overwhelmed today, and I was like, "There's so much that needs to get done." And we're my kids are everybody's home today, although they're not. They yeah, but. Of going once I actually sat down and I was like, what do I have to do today? And I literally wrote it down and I went, Oh, I can do that today. Mm -hmm. Like it was like you have everything in your mind and you're like, now it's in your head, it's like 10 pages long. But when you actually sit and write it down, you're like, Oh, that's it's like this I don't need to do. This can wait till later. This exactly, exactly. Sitting it all down and looking at it. So I think and I feel like, you know, you tend to be if you set those goals and you know you you really focus on those five things that you're 
you not only are productive, but you know, you're also, it relieves your mind as well, yeah. which is important. Right. We're much more efficient that way, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah. So tell us how we can get your books, where we can find you, how people can learn more about you, follow you, all that really good juicy stuff. Thank you. So uh, my website is theshishift.com. And you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter under the She Shift at the She Shift. I'm on Facebook, the She Shift. And uh, you can, I, I always encourage people to reach out to me because I love connecting with people. Um, I love being a resource for other people. My book, The She Shift, is on Amazon. And I also have an e-commerce store that has my book and my audio guides and my superhero letter, my song, uh, and my inspirational uh, apparel. <laughs> so you can find that on my website. And yeah, I just encourage people to reach out and I'd love to be helpful to other women and be a resource. And uh, yeah, and I'm also on LinkedIn under Melissa Clark. Awesome. Oh, Melissa, thank you so much for you. what you are doing in this world for empowering women, uh, for putting all this information out there for the books. And, and thank you for your time today. I, I just appreciate it very, very much. So thank you. Thank you, Nikki. I appreciate it. And I think this is, you know, a great platform as well. And thank you for creating this podcast too. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you for joining me on the Stepping Up podcast. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on iTunes so that we can share this message with more and more people. Together, let's redefine what life as a working mom looks like and feels like. Until next time, have a great one.